0: What's going on everybody connor here from the self-storage income podcast this podcast is being brought to you guys by live oak bank tenant inc
1: and janice international welcome everybody to self-storage income and today we have a subject that i have been diving into and so has connor for quite a while um and connor has really been working on a lot of our assets as we have been Um, working on some different ways to move forward utilizing uh, technology and i've been focusing a lot on uh ai and what that looks like and how it may be utilized in self-storage but before we jump kind of into that part one of the things that was very interesting was we just got back from iss and you got to spend a lot of time with the vendors uh, and on the floor. So Connor, talk a little bit about that and what your thoughts were uh, and your experience overall at um, ISS. Yeah, no, it was a uh, it was a great conference,
0: man. I was actually really impressed with uh, the turnout, the amount of vendors and the quality of vendors. Uh, it was a great event, man. Uh, I got to meet a lot of really incredible people uh, doing a lot of great things. And, um, you know, just walking around, Uh, to all the exhibitors and the vendors, like you could just feel the energy, you know? I mean, you could just feel like storage is the place to be right now. Yeah, Everybody's getting into it. Everybody's investing in it. Technology, like we're talking about, is coming into the the, the storage world. And again, there's a ton of meat on the bone Mm -hmm. to have these massive impacts and changes and increases in value uh, by deploying those technologies. And gaining those efficiencies, um, it was very apparent that uh, automation, remote management, property management, uh, AI—all these, all aspects of technology in running a facility—are top of mind for these vendors, for the operators, for investors everyone is looking at this and we're not just talking, you know, private ownership, either we're talking REITs and public companies as well. You've got public companies that are coming out and testing certain technologies to automate facilities and be more automated. Um, and again, AJ, you posted something earlier on Instagram on your story talking about uh, how it, it's it's amazing how you, you said something about people adopting AI far faster than adopting the internet where over the internet, you know, it took you know, 20, 30 years, whatever it was. Um, whereas AI, it's, it's almost happening immediately. Yes. And um, it's, if we're not keeping those things front of mind, if we're not being a part of that movement, and that change, everyone will be left behind it in the next couple of years, if they're not implementing technology.
1: I had a conversation with somebody, and they were talking about how AI is totally overblown, right? Now, First of all, I understand that. doesn't like hyped up? Yeah, hyped up and like mm-hmm. it has no effect and that they don't look at it at all to storage or care about it at all. Now, at first glance and at first things, I completely understand that sentiment and I get it. Uh, you see AI for doing more goofy stuff, uh, more digital pictures and, and things like that. And I, I just remember back when people said that about a website (laughs) that if you were depending on a website, it meant that you weren't good at what you do. Now, I I I really think about this all the time that I don't want to be blockbuster. Mm -hmm. And I think more people need to acknowledge that they either are or they can be. And if you because if you don't acknowledge it, that's the first step of the problem. That means you don't, you're not open to understanding changes that you don't even see coming, but have already destroyed you. And with that said, I do not think that AI is going to destroy us or anything else like that, but it may fundamentally change the way we do business. Mm-hmm. And if you do not get on board with that, you will be left behind. And that's what we saw when we first started and came in and when we were working with lance and others as we were talking about the co-op to utilize technology in the ways that the reits did nobody thought it was important Mm -hmm. and it was like you don't understand this is a game changer they're like no this is real estate and it it was a really hard thing to do it was really hard even now, I was talking to uh,
0: one of our contacts the other day and explaining store local to them and that the idea and the purpose behind what that is and being a co-op and being able to compete with REITs and it was still kind of like, well, but but why? Why? Yeah, and it was like like it, they were totally just in that moment of wrapping their minds around it and and the fact that you guys were working on this 10, 15 years ago
1: is just absolutely incredible. Well, and it it the reason being and it shows a lot of people and this is why we say this all the time. I've been talking about this for 15 years. Self-storage is not real estate, it's a business. When you look at it just from that standpoint, this is an operating functioning business that is competitive. I think that storage is getting to the point where it is a technology play overlapped on top of a real estate asset. And I really mean that. And I believe that That is very much also how uh, hotels are. Hotels consolidated mainly do, people say brand recognition, right? That's why, brand recognition, like a McDonald's, things like that. Um, I actually don't agree with that. I think it's customer acquisition. That is why, meaning they are so efficient at acquiring those customers, you can't play in their world. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm looking for a hotel, unlike, it's not like real estate where I'm going to look for the house in the right neighborhood, things like that, right? I go online to book my trip. Storage operates in the same way in that customer Mm -hmm. acquisition process. So it's who can acquire the top paying customer the fastest. There's limited amount of space on a screen. If you're not there, you don't exist. Mm -hmm. And your ability to then get those people in have a low drop-off rate, get the best, highest-paying customers, and then operate them internally through dynamic pricing, through all sorts of different things. This is all fundamentally driven around technology, and technology is what created the big disparity between operators. So, before you know 2008, um, the disparity between operators was very fundamental, and it didn't, it wasn't as big. So there was not as much of juice to squeeze out of an underperforming facility and turn around it just wasn't there right whereas today that's completely different uh, in fact uh, the, the industry is being reborn from people buying up underperforming assets and turning them around right that's what we've been doing for 20 <laughs> years and that's what everybody jumped on the bandwagon and started doing in the last five six years and you see this in companies that are way bigger than us we're doing this way before us way more innovative for us i always look at some of these companies and i'm in awe and we're just simply scrambling behind we're just trying to keep up with these people right Mm -hmm. because they're so innovative and and it's amazing to see uh extra space is the one that really showed everybody the light right so in, in no way shape or form when we talk about these things do we think that we were leading the pack of the game. No, we just recognized it mm-hmm. and said, These people are doing it, they're killing it, it's making a difference. We need to go that way. And extra space was one of the ones that really showed that. It was extra space, showed what technology would do to self storage. And if you look how well that played out for them, they came at it, and it was, you know, really a real estate guy and a tech guy came together, and you have now the largest self storage company in the world. So when we look at at these things first of all i'm not saying you need to be a tech wizard no it's not what we're saying in fact opposite when we looked at um when we looked at iss it was just overwhelmingly third-party management tech companies all of these uh different innovative companies that have been coming in because they now the outside world realizes it the operators realize we need it and they're trying to service those operators mm-hmm. so exactly right l- everyone has really found out how big of a deal um tech in general is in storage whether that is automation whether that is customer acquisition whether that is hardware backed by software whether that is revenue management all of these different type of things right and to a lot of people it's a gold mine now self-storage is obviously far behind the times, right? Most industries went through this a long time ago. And that was very frustrating when we were starting out because it's like every other industry has this. But um, (laughs) I think that at least storage is more open to it. And I'm trying to make sure operators see AI in that same light. Mm -hmm. That they see AI the same way. I look at AI and I think of it, like you mentioned before, the internet. It literally could be like the internet and its ability to change our world. Um, I could see needing 35 to 45% less people. Right. I can see, we've, we, I've laid off two people due to automation. We have multiple other areas in, in our business that I didn't hire people due to ai and so when you look at these things sorry laid off two people due to ai um and we've concentrated contractors we've changed the way that we're doing business and um working with people in this industry i need to say first and foremost i i know ai like tip of the iceberg Okay. that's what i was going to say like, like I think this we're is just not
0: scraping it
1: this is yeah this, <laughs> i'm aware that i know nothing yeah. and anyone listening to this that says well i know a ton or whatever you know you don't like you think the first thing you need to understand is that there's very few people that really really understand this well um nobody i've never met anybody in storage ever i've never even heard anybody and storage looking at these things, so much to where the fact that we've been going out to colleges and I have been interviewing professors and I'm working on that level and um, also using AI too to help us do what build what we're trying to build right now. Um, but the, this, this is a huge, this can be revolutionary to you um, and your store, especially in er- in times of high competition. Low in, uh, lower rates and lower occupancy, where efficiency is of the utmost importance, and that's one of the things that I mean, you know you were talking about. You noticed a lot at ISS was how many things are coming in to try to make the process more efficient.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it was incredible to see um, these companies that you know have never, never considered property management before, or, or coming out with softwares. Yes. And, um figuring out how to capitalize on again that that attention that's rightly due you know people coming into self-storage and and how they can use again their technology background to build that efficiency and like you said it's customer acquisition you know eyeballs are great on a brand or recognition or whatever like you said but it all comes down to that conversion and and are people actually buying if not why if they are why um, we've talked a lot about reverse engineering that customer aspect of or that customer acquisition aspect of you know that journey from seeing the brand to a purchase and reverse engineering that to be able to acquire those customers more efficiently um, and again all of this all the different pieces that we're talking about are all tech related you know the websites the softwares that are running the the facilities the dynamic pricing the every like revenue management everything is ran by tech AI is tech, you plug AI into those things, how many things could you truly automate to a certain degree and allow, whether it's the customer acquisition process, the management of the facility and the revenue. I mean, every single aspect we're talking about could be, could be vastly, vastly different in the next year or two years. Um, and again, I think we're just scraping the surface of what AI can really truly do and how we can implement it. Um, your whether it's revenue to management or, markets, your ability exactly to right. find data well, imagine on this,
1: crossroads like, and
0: imagine if you just had your facility and you, and we've got revenue management softwares and things like that, but it's still a, a manual and recommended. It's like, Hey, we recommend this kind of price for this yeah. thing or that thing. What if, I mean, what if you never even had to look at that? It, just, it just did it always. Yeah. I mean, in real time adjusting,
1: like, like looking at, uh, Looking at the stock exchange. And just numbers clicking away. Yeah, Yeah, you just watch it. Right. And I think that's really where we're headed.
0: The self-storage industry is one of the most incredible industries to be a part of. One of the big, huge things that self-storage has been absolutely lacking, though, is technology, and that's where Tenant Inc. comes in. Tenant Inc. is your one-stop shop solution for all things property management. They have a plethora of amazing tools at your fingertips that you can use to optimize your facility, to maximize revenues, and to really drive value of your storage facility. Be sure to check out Tenant Inc. Link is in the show notes. No matter what business or industry you're in, you're going to want a competitive advantage over your competition, right? Janice International provides you the tools to be able to do that, whether that's their R3 program to help increase the look and feel of your storage facility through new doors or siding or roofing or gating or whatever that is, or a technology solution like their no-key solution that allows people to rent units, to access units, to do all of this without ever going in the office. Be sure to check out Janice International. Link is in the show notes.
1: If you look at our ability as a single operator that's doing value add, uh, most people know and understand the power of data, but most people have no idea what to do with it. So you may have a lot of access to data, but you don't know what to do with it. Well, that's one of the components today that AI can really help you with. So you can ask it questions about the data. I know what I want to know, but I have all this data. I don't know how to interpret it. I don't know how to understand it. Um, think about your ability to analyze data without having a analyst on your staff, without having market specialists on your staff. Analyze financials, without having uh, someone that specializes in finance. They can literally look over your financials and Microsoft is running, uh, coming out with the products. I think it's, they're already testing it. I, we're in line to be users of it, but they can take it and you can just simply look, how's my margin done over the last three years? And what times of year does the revenue go up and down? How effective is my ad spending? Just asking those questions. It'll look at the financials. And then it'll tell you. And then it will make charts for you. And it will break it down into visual representation. Where are we wasting expense, right? Where, I mean, think about that. If you don't have enough uh, capital to hire experts to do these things, and now Microsoft allows you to do it with their internal built-in AI, uh, you the power that that puts you is in, I'm just a small operator. I want to get into self-storage. I have all these questions because I don't know what I don't know. And you say, all right, more importantly now is what are the questions I should be asking? Leave it to the AI to figure the rest out, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that is powerful for smaller operators, people getting into the business to compete with larger operators, right? how, uh, what is the spread on market rates to my rates and how have their rates changed over the year, right? What are their in place, uh, or, or who is marketing the most online and what are they spending to convert customers? And I, I just, my mind can run wild with everything I wanna know, mm-hmm. right? Just It just doesn't end. I'm right. like, right. I, I mean, all the things that I want to know unreal. and figure out that would take me, that I can't today, because it would take me or we would have to employ so many people mm-hmm. to just answer these questions. Because it would take time to go over the the data, the numbers, the spreadsheets, then to get someone to put it all together and put it into a presentation. That's a lot of money. It is. And it's yeah. a lot of time. Right. And then we have this the adverse effect of this
0: is if you you're choosing not to. Yes. Like you were talking at the beginning. You know, you were you were talking about all these advantages are gonna be gained and could be gained by using this
1: tech. Now imagine you not doing it. Yeah. You know, yeah. What happens when you can simply do things like dynamic pricing, when you can use this in a lot of big ways that we're looking at through operations and through everything from customer service to um, understanding product type on insurance and I mean, Workload, actual hours that you spend, um, your ability to understand what's going on, answers, how do I stop this? How do I close? How do I make my margin bigger? Right? Please look over my numbers. Uh, To understanding which asset. I have three assets here. Which should I buy? Uh, it's just, this is, this is incredible stuff. And you can build a more effective business. You can get more effective information and then you can run it more effectively. You have less staff and you have better quality information. Uh, this has always been inverse, meaning that the lower end, traditionally markets work like this. If I'm paying somebody $8 an hour, They're not going to be able to analyze spreadsheets. There's gonna be a skill level that's associated with that pay. If I want somebody that can build excellent content for SEO, right? I'm gonna have to pay a high wage to have that person. Whereas now today with AI, I can have AI build out excellent SEO content for my site today, right now, and I don't need to pay anything. And text 24-7, man. And text 24-7 and answer emails. And it's uh, this, you know, when you look at what what will happen to you as a company by not doing these things, uh, you'll be shocked where you're left in the dust. Now, a lot of people say, this is futuristic. Okay, I'm sorry, I should have done, I, sh- I should have taken care of this right at the first. Um, <laughs> rewind. That's rewind right. here, because when, <laughs> when, if anybody that's listening you say, this is all futuristic stuff, the stuff that so far I'm talking about, I've done. Yeah, it's like happening right now. So today. right now, AI, you they have AI applications that can build websites. You can say, hey, I have a law firm. I want you to build me out a, a law firm website that specializes in this and this. And it will build it out. Now, as of right now, it doesn't look that great. But this is two months after the application was given. What Microsoft can do with AI that we get to use right now blows my mind. Yeah, they're right there with you. I mean, mean, we're literally, guys, this is months we're talking about here. Uh, AI was the fastest adapted technology ever. The numbers are shocking with how many people adopted it versus like Instagram or Facebook or anything else. Like it took, you know, ExxonMobil, how many decades to get to a certain amount of customers where it took instagram two years right and it took ai two weeks um (laughs) so like the compression of the speed at which this stuff is moving and how it's moving so fastly is this um the the language modeler was like the key to unlock all the doors because when you think of ai the easiest way to think of this is you break it down into three points like we have a language modeler we have um the uh, like image Right? And we have the video and then you have like the voice modelers and then that's AI that makes it so we can interact with it in a different way because AI has been around, okay? So we see it in forms of computer applications, things like that, that you just don't even know what's happening. Language modelers brought the the communication and brought AI to us so that we can interact with it. And then what that did is it created open access for everyone and OpenAI is the one that brought it to market. And what they did is they allowed third parties to utilize the engine to build other things. That's what just blew the doors off all of this. They had the power, and then they opened it up to everybody else, and they said, you can tap into it, and you can use it. Then they can tap into it, they can build things with it to make it do other things. Every time they do, it grows bigger mm-hmm. so the people that are using it that are building off it are also feeding it and it just grows bigger and bigger so ai you know open ai chat gpt uh, one versus four is mind-bogglingly different the newest version of it which we're once getting big we're talking months here um is blows away the first version of it And people, what they can do with it is just accelerating at that fast a pace. So it's just opening the doors for everyone, not one or two companies to use. If you think in terms of compounding, you can understand how the compounding of data, users, right, and application really speeds this up to to ways that the internet couldn't even do. Um, because the internet was way more fragmented and this is much more uh, connected. And as the engine grows powerful, the users grow m- more powerful. And as they grow more powerful and they get more adoption, then it also grows. It just It's this circular thing that's feeding itself. Um, so the most important things that you need to understand is you need to understand what's happening with it You need to be thinking and be reading up on it and understanding application in all points um, of uh, your business modeler. I I mean, really, all of us are probably going to have assistants that are AI in the next year. Uh, Microsoft, what it can do just with your Word documents, or, or excuse me, your email and saying hey i need to answer some emails or i want you to answer my emails and i want you to do this and this and it just takes over um because we don't have to code it in for specific responses it's ai it can figure it out right um so the the rate and the speed that it's growing is going to be operating behind the scenes as like infrastructures just like the internet does Um, and it's going to be molded into every aspects of your business whether you know it or not so the amount of third parties that we hire out that are going to be using AI in one way, shape, or form, or another will be 100%. Mm-hmm. It, right now, today, it's already p- probably close to 50%, and you just don't even know it. Yeah, That's so, a really
0: good way to put it, where it's like you're playing the game and you don't even know. Exactly. And that's a dangerous
1: thing. It is. And the what you, you need to be aware of all the benefits that you can get with it and how you can become better for it because if not you're going to lose that edge and then the next property you get somebody else is going to win it you're going to make bad decisions on a property because everybody else had better information than you did they're going to operate more efficiently you're going to lose out on customers right It, it trickles down to everything and i think that's why first of all it's important to be aware of it it's important to analyze it now you may say ai once again is this more of this like george Jetson and stuff i i don't understand it you don't need to understand it i have no idea how ai really works i've never met anyone that does okay um i can read all about it and i can watch youtube videos at nauseam explaining mm-hmm. it to me i don't know yeah
0: no it, i think I, it, was, it was kind of eye-opening for me i was listening to a podcast with uh with some tech guys talking about AI, because obviously, again, front of mind for a lot of us. <laughs> yes. So uh, I was listening to a podcast, and uh, one of the things, super smart dudes, been in tech for a long time, they were talking, they're like, you know, this is kind of speculative, and this is kind of, you know, what I think might happen. But anyway, you know, I thought it was really interesting. It just really stood out to me because I feel like so many people are saying, this is what's going to happen, and that's what's going to happen. And like, yeah, these super intelligent guys, like admitting just openly, I have no idea where this is
1: gonna go. And they built a lot of the infrastructure online that we use today. Exactly, exactly. So now that really stood out, man. It is, and a lot of people, I think the best way to put it is the way that AI functions almost makes it hard for even the creators to truly understand. Mm-hmm. And so this idea that it grows on its own, it learns on its own, it compounds on its own, don't dive in and think that you have to understand how it works, right? I don't understand how a lot of very basic things in my life work. From the moment that I wake up, almost everything that I touch throughout the day, I don't understand how it works. I'm looking at a phone. Don't know how it works. I gotta turn on the lights. I don't really understand how electricity works. Yeah, it's energy through wires or whatever. I don't know. I might have to turn it, in my man car But driving the car, driving I, the I car, gotta be honest, right? I don't know. Don't know how, how that, works. that works. I say goodbye to my wife. <laughs> Give her a kiss. I don't know how that works. I don't know how she works. So you know, it's like that's life, right? <laughs> oh, I'm like, man. I don't get women. I don't understand. So uh, just <laughs> understand that you don't have to know how it works to embrace it. Yep. Use it, take it into your life and make your life better from it. All the mm-hmm. things that I do on a day-to-day basis that I don't understand how it works is most things, I utilize the tool, right? And um, I know what can be done with it. I know it'll turn on the lights, right? I mm-hmm. know that what I can use my phone to do. That's all you need to know about understand. Don't, don't, Don't try to, it, for people that are overwhelmed by it, don't be overwhelmed by it. Think about it like your phone oh, cool. This is a great tool. What can I do with it? And what will other people do with it? That is how you need to think about AI for the vast majority of everyone. Anything that goes beyond that is just you nerding out and that's fine. But you do like it. Think about it the way you the, of the internet. Still to this day, I don't know how the internet works. I don't even care. It's cool. It's awesome. I don't get it. Right. Um, with that said, I definitely understand and understood earlier on I need to use it. my business needs to use the internet. This sounds really stupid to like you know anyone under the age of thirty here, but these were conversations we were having in the early 2000s mm-hmm. it, like it was I don't think this internet thing is a big deal, and uh, um I don't know how it works, so I'm not going to use it right. And I think that we just got to really overcome that and just say, hey, all this AI stuff sounds overwhelming. Don't make it overwhelming. Boil it down to the utilization for you and how other people are. Think of it like the internet. I'm going to use this. Everyone's going to use this. So I just don't want to miss out. I don't Mm -hmm. want to miss out on efficiencies. I don't want to miss out on getting customers. I don't want to miss out on growing my business and improving my life with it. Yeah, like you said, man,
0: it's just another tool. another tool in the toolbox to gain those efficiencies to get those customer acquisitions to get those margins and i mean why would you not yeah and i mean at the end of the
1: day i mean if we turn into you know got connor here sean connor running around and and ai is blowing everything up and taking us over and we all become human slaves to it oh well well there's nothing we can do to change it anyway so put it in your business come on done come done. on Don't, just do yeah, it just do it guys <laughs> like we'll let everybody else worry about uh, ai taking over the yeah, world it'll so be fine
0: it'll be fine <laughs> no it's interesting stuff man interesting yeah. stuff and, and just
1: the possibilities are endless and we'll keep you guys updated too um i we're going to make a whole list and i want to have a. Uh, an understanding of all the vendors that we use, how they're utilizing it and what it means. We'll, we'll talk to you about our tech platforms. We'll talk to you about um, our companies and what we're using right now. We're utilizing AI for uh, content organizations, um, understanding numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be used a lot more in underwriting. We will implement the Microsoft AI products for Word, PowerPoint, uh, Excel, and um, for Outlook to do mm-hmm. more with email stuff. Um, the communication side, I really believe that this is gonna change a lot there. We'll be keeping you guys updated on that, as well as rates, marketing, some different things. We'll tell you what works and what doesn't, right? I'm sure some of these areas, we think AI will change, help us out of work, and it won't at all. And then other areas that we haven't even thought of mm-hmm. that will pop up and, and will work. We, we wanna keep you guys um, all very much on board and included in this because this is a moment like it was back in the early 2000s. And we want our listeners to be up to speed. We want you to get the best tools. I'm interviewing people at colleges. We're working on stuff. So we will have good data. We'll do more content on it as well. And then I want to show, like today you were out um, at one of our facilities Mm -hmm. putting in, Our hummingbird technology as we are uh, uh, migrating into that as we're looking at different automation stuff so we want to do case studies on some of these things and really look at it that i think will be helpful for you all to understand how it works in use practical application of these and then whether it's beneficial or not because we like to be the test dummy with things, so we're always doing that anyway. So we'll <laughs> we'll we'll share with you how it goes.
0: Yeah, it'll be awesome, man. It'll be awesome. Things sound good in theory sometimes, and then put them into practice, and doesn't doesn't pan right, out. Quite, doesn't pan out same. quite. And that's okay. <laughs> uh, awesome. Thanks so much, Thanks, guys. Everybody, appreciate it.